0: Milestones with Nanit is a special podcast and video series on That's Total Mom Sense, sponsored by Nanit, a family tech company that specializes in smart baby monitors and sleepwear. CEO Sarah Dorset and I talk about her journey in leadership as a C-suite executive, as a mother, and we hear from the Nanit team and community. Parenting is tough, especially in the early years when you're just getting the hang of things. We are here to support you through the growing pains and to celebrate your baby's milestones along the way. Enjoy. Hi everyone, I'm Kanika Chadha Gupta. I'm the founder and host of That's Total Mom Sense, and I am joined by Sarah Dorset, CEO of Nanit. And together we bring you Milestones with Nanit. In the first episode, we got to know you, Sarah, which was so wonderful. And on this episode, we're gonna do a deeper dive into getting to know Nanit. Now, I want to just begin with the fact that when you become a parent, there is no owner's manual that comes with your child. (laughs) That would be so handy because each child is so different and each pregnancy and kind of parenting experience is really distinct. You know, I've been lucky being an interviewer and I'm learning from all of my guests. And I love that storytelling is, you know, what's connecting us. And so hearing others parenting anecdotes and experiences has helped me. I know in your experience, you can draw from being a mom of three and you're working as CEO of just the most up and coming baby tech company there is today. So let's start with what its mission is. Our mission is to support the journey of
1: parenting. So it's really meant designed to make life easier for families as the brand has kind of evolved and as we've been thinking about how it can be helpful, that's sort of what we think about every day. What can <laughs> it do to help, help our families? I always think about, you know, there's so much technology out there that can help us in so many other ways, but in a lot of ways, all that technology has also made life move a bit faster mm-hmm. and it's made things maybe a bit more complicated, but in the, family and parenting world, everybody's still kind of do it yourself, you know, it's a little still very hands on. And and we don't want to change that. In fact, we want to give more of that back to parents. But a lot of the things that you still have to watch and you still have to think about when you're parenting can actually be automated with Manit. We can really just give you information that kind of takes care of that checklist in your head, because Let's face it, especially as a new mom, you're learning, right? Yes. You're learning about how to do this. Right. Um, and when you have more kids, you know, you still haven't maybe quite figured it out, but at least you feel a little more comfortable because right. you already had the one. But first time parents, oh my gosh, you have nine whole months to learn about the experience when you're pregnant. That's it. That's the first time you start thinking about it. Yes. And the minute you have the baby, it's like, what's now next? what? Yeah. yeah so <laughs> yeah, what do I do? Um, and Nana was really designed to say, okay, you have all the stuff that you need to think about. A lot of this stuff can be tracked for you and, and our Our goal today is to really help you figure out how to use it and to kind of meet you where you're most anxious, because I think those that anxiety is really what prevents us from maybe experiencing all the joy Mm. of parenting and family.
0: So through my research, I found that there are four facets that truly set Nanit apart from the rest in the industry. One is personal sleep tracking. So how is that done? The sleep tracking was really meant to be tied to sleep
1: coaching and advice. So everything that we track is tied to ideas around sleep training. and. There are all sorts of different ways yep. to sleep train and Nanit just offers you some kind of universal tips that are often embedded in, in all of the different kind of programs you would think about. So the tracking is specific to that. You know, how many times do you check on your baby? How many times does baby wake up? How long do they sleep? When do they fall asleep? When do they wake up? Do you go in and take your baby out of the crib or do you just soothe them but leave them in the crib? So all of those kind of nuanced special moments are captured and Nanit processes them and says, says, you know, Maybe your baby could sleep a little bit better if they went to sleep at the exact same time every night, because we know that babies who are put to bed at the same time they start to get into a rhythm, yes. and they tend to sleep a little bit longer because they anticipate when that sleep moment is. And if you're consistent with it, you'll get more sleep. They'll get more sleep. They'll stay asleep longer. Right. They'll be more confident. So sleep coaching is tied to the sleep tracking, and I think we will always, you know, continue to enhance that. But the data that's available around sleep tracking is so telling. It can can do so much, but you'll also get all of that great
0: advice too. That's wonderful. And hiring a sleep consultant costs a pretty penny. Mm-hmm. And so having the data in front of you and being able to manage the training process or whatever works for you and your family, it's in your hands.
1: Yes. yeah, That's great. Yes, And Anna can go so far as to say... Your baby's crying, you know, we know you want to go in and check on them because we've seen you go in and check every time they cry. <laughs> right. But maybe, you know, we know they, they're also at an age where they can take care of themselves. They'll be fine. Give them just a minute. Just wait a minute before you go in there. See if they can figure it out themselves. And that builds confidence that in the baby that they can go back to sleep. Right. And then w- when you have that little extra encouragement that, okay, maybe if I just wait one minute, you know,
0: this, mm-hmm. we can, we can overcome, uh, this, this sleep milestone that we need to hit. But, oh, I love that. And, and yeah, I just think it's so great that with AI, you still have this personalized human touch kind of backing you up. Yeah, it's incredible. We've had
1: parents send us such fun videos, you know, cats jumping into cribs and just, just really interesting things. Nana right. sees everything. Yes. Again, my point is Nana really does see anything and everything and it's designed to see that so that you have that information right at your fingertips and you don't miss anything. In yes. The crib.
0: Yes, exactly. The second facet is growth tracking. So this is essentially like measurements. Yes. So we wanted to, babies growing, obviously,
1: very fast in that first year. And you don't really see it. You don't miss it when you're with them every day. You're always kind of surprised, you know, that Mm -hmm. three months in, nothing they... Where fits, you don't really know how fast they're growing, but imagine if you could capture that. So we sort of went in with that idea of what if we could help parents understand how fast their baby grows, give them some sense of what those measurements are at every, every day if you really wanted them, but you can choose the timing around it. And then you could also use them as a tool to work with your pediatrician, you know, Mm -hmm. because you always, that's just part of development. That's part of your, your well visits early on. It kind of fills in the gap, you know, you're only going there. Once a month, once every three months, you know, as baby develops to chat with your pediatrician. What if you could take in just those growth measurements in that growth chart and they would have just a little more data around how baby was growing. So the idea was when they're still and quiet in the crib and they're sleeping, you can easily kind of capture using the sheets themselves. So the growth tracking is -hmm. measured using a sheet. So you Mm -hmm. use the sheet and you use the camera. The sheet itself has a pattern on it that we think is really nursery friendly. Yeah, <laughs> um, the camera uses the the patterns as what we call calibration targets. Oh, so wow. sort of fixed positions. And once you know the position of things and the distance between them, you can measure everything in between. So that's how scientific the camera really is. You put your baby on that sheet, it knows the patterns, it knows the distance between them, and then can accurately measure baby. And the baby's not wiggling around on a scale in a doctor's office. They're sleeping (laughs) peacefully. So you get a nice... You know, stretched out baby and you don't miss any growth
0: spurts. Yes, absolutely. And the fact that you can really do this on the daily if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get a really accurate kind of reading. And I just, I love how there's no tech on the baby. So that's safe too. Yeah. I think if you do it. Pretty regularly, it should be something that's just kind of fun. The interaction
1: with the camera is just kind of fun. It's another kind of way to feel connected to your baby because you're doing it yourself. Um, There's an experience in the app to do the actual measurement. And I encourage everyone to kind of treat it like kind of a fun, (laughs) a fun way to interact with your baby, learn a little bit more about your baby. Yeah. Use it every day, you know, just to, just to see.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, and then, you know, you never know. Maybe it'll, it'll, it'll help you with kind of those, um, seasonal changes that you need to make when you're buying new clothes, understanding, you know, what, what it takes. For instance, if your baby is, there's certain milestones for your baby that, Trigger the crib to be lowered. Right. right. Yes. So you start out high, baby's so small, then, you know, certain things happen and you need to lower it for safety reasons. You can use growth, the growth sheets same Ah. way. You know, they've grown quite a bit. If they pull themselves up, they'll probably be too tall. We should probably lower that crib just a little bit. So there's all sorts of different ways that you can think about using growth to help you make decisions or proactively make decisions, I guess I should say.
0: The third facet is breathing motion monitoring. Mm -hmm. So that's essentially just tracking their breathing, making sure everything's okay.
1: It is. We call it motion monitoring because the camera tracks the motion of the chest. Mm. So all of the baby apparel that we've designed, which has no electronics on it in any way, it's just the same baby apparel you would put on your baby. This one just has a little extra... In it. So what it does, it has a pattern printed on the chest that, you know, the baby wears. So whether it's a pajama or a swaddle or a sleeping sack or a sleeping bag, the camera will track the movement of the chest, which is why we call it breathing motion monitoring. So when that chest moves, um, we keep track of it. And if there's any changes in that movement, we let you know. So the alarms that go off, again, this is always kind of that scary moment, right? And it's very normal, actually, for babies to have very irregular breathing. It's completely normal. So our camera knows this. Mm-hmm. So it tends to know when there's something irregular versus something that's kind of a normal pattern right. for babies. So it's not going to be sounding alarms all the time when an alarm does sound if the camera says this looks like an incident that somebody should look into the alarm will sound on the app itself so it'll wake parents up but it'll also sound on the camera the idea being that the baby might be startled awake by yes. the sound so yes, it might yes. kind of start breathing again or just right. you know interrupt whatever that pattern was that maybe changed the motion of the chest and made it you know not capture Adnormal. that motion yeah yeah, yeah. So that's one way to think about it. Um, now that to me is a bit riddled with a bit of anxiety when you think about, you know, when an alarm goes off and, and what you might do about it. So I always say that Breathing motion monitoring, the best way to use it is really to get a sense for how your baby's breathing and how it works. So if you want to run it through the night, you know, activate it, run it, you can, and just get a sense for everything's okay. The minute you feel like everything's okay, then you should use it as to, as a check-in. You don't have to have it running all night. You can mm-hmm. lock on the pattern. There's an activity in the app where you just lock on the pattern. You can track For a minute, make sure everything's okay. And then turn it off and go back to sleep peacefully. So you can use it intermittently, which is different from some of the other products on the market. So you don't have to have that continuous monitoring and potential alerts going off. And then the other ways to use it are, you know, I remember being terrified when my babies were sick. I never wanted to leave them alone in that crib, especially if there was something respiratory going on. So this is an added benefit, added peace of mind. When baby starts to roll over, even though they're perfectly safe, when they start to roll over, they're old enough, they should be rolling over, you always wonder because we're told keep mm-hmm. baby on their back. You know, yes. you have a safe crib and, a, and safe sleeping position is put them on their backs but they can roll over by themselves now. And our fear is that, you know, what if something happens with their breathing? Right. And even on their, even when they roll over and they're on their tummy, breathing more still works. For if you want to just, again, build that confidence that everything's okay, you can use breathing more that way too. So there's so many different ways that you can kind of, Use it the way that you need to. So mm-hmm. kind of meet you where you are in your journey,
0: whatever level you of kind of monitoring
1: you need yeah. to make you feel more confident.
0: Absolutely. What about parents who may have had a NICU experience? And I'm a twin mom. So it's very common for, um, you know, moms of multiples and they had all the kind of monitoring devices, mm-hmm. um, attached to them in the NICU. You can essentially use the breathing wear and have. The same kind of data generated? We have babies sometimes who will use breathing wear in the NICU
1: or even for other conditions. So sleep apnea is Mm -hmm. also a condition that tends to be more dangerous in infants. Um, And we've had parents who just so that they have the added peace of mind, they'll have a nanette in the hospital and they'll be able to track from home what's yes. going on so they can see the breathing, especially if breathing is the big concern because it is when they're that little. It's
0: so tiny. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it actually can be used above a bassinet. So you don't have to have, you know, you're really, you, you might not if you have a, a, you know, a really small baby or when they're, when they're extremely young, oftentimes Babies are still in the bedroom in a bassinet, Mm -hmm. and uh, breathing wear was designed for that, for those really small babies when you first bring them home. It's designed, actually, to be used all the way up to two years if you just want to keep it there for that added peace of mind, but it's always those early days, I feel like, when people are, when parents are are most interested in kind of understanding their breathing patterns and, and what's going on.
0: Finally, the last facet is your digital baby book, how this is even compiled.
1: So I'm, again, kind of back to our mission, supporting parents. Supporting parents didn't just mean giving them a lot of tools and functionality and more technical ways to do things, which we hope we strip the tech out of it. I like taking the <laughs> tech out. Um, but at the same time, um, supporting parents also means um, contributing to the joy of parenting and those special moments. And Nanit, I think, is one of the only products on the market. In fact, I think it's the only product on the market because of the technology we use. It's computer vision technology. So it's always capturing video and and Photos. Um, so it's always capturing footage. And the idea is the computer is kind of trained to recognize what's important and what's not. And you'll see that when you have it in it. You'll see that the moments that are captured are the ones that you would be interested in. You know, right. it's, it's not eight hours of just continuous sleep, which I hope your baby's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's those kind of interesting moments that are captured. You get every morning, you get a time-lapse video of about 30 seconds to a minute where you get to see all these special moments. Every morning is unique. So oh you see these goodness. moments through the night. Parents love it because they wake up and they feel like they didn't miss anything. Yeah. They got to sleep well, their baby slept well, but then they get kind of a quick one minute just summary of their night. Right. And it's of all the changes that happened, you know, if baby woke up briefly, if they did a little something in their sleep that was sort of unique, you'll see all of that and you'll you'll capture it. So that inspired us to think about, well, what else can we automatically capture? <laughs> What's important to capture? It's those milestones, yeah. you know. It's those things that you might see during the day so you might you know, you'll know the first time your baby starts to sit up but when they first start playing and sitting up in their crib or when they first call out to you from their crib like those are the types of moments we want to make sure that we're able to at least trigger and give back to parents and you can choose what you want to do with them if you want to keep them if you want to share them all of those different flat flexibility is is right there at your fingertips but the whole idea was give you those moments that you can't capture on your own. So create a digital baby book that's on autopilot of a space that's, truly kind of unique, you know, because you just don't know what's going on in there. I
0: know. It's so (laughs) true. And babies are so uh, curious and they're exploring all the time. And just all the different milestones that happen in a crib are really remarkable because um, there's, you can do tummy time Mm -hmm. and then they're rolling over and they're sitting up and they're standing up Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: um, taking their first steps and saying their first Mm -hmm. words. It's so many different things that are part of Mm -hmm. development stages that happen in this, you know, isolated space, and you're capturing it all. Mm -hmm. And what I like is that you could do a time lapse. So imagine if you started building this this capsule uh, when you have a newborn, and then a year later, Mm -hmm. you see all of it. And it's just, you don't have to Chase after your kid with your phone.
1: <laughs> you don't have to do any of that. No, yes. it really is. It's this wonderful way to, to look back
0: without ever having to really even think about it. Yes. So how does Nanit help us hone in on our mom sense, that built-in intuition that we have? The way that I always think about Nanit is the information is just
1: there as kind of guidance and backup. It's never going to replace that kind of inherent sense that you have as a mom about there being something different or something's changed or something's wrong. The way I usually present it or the way that I think about it is you can use that, you can really use your data to, to, to help you spot those, those times, mm-hmm. right? You, you know especially people who don't have data. You know, you know that your baby's sleep patterns are a little off. You know, when baby doesn't seem to be sleeping as well as they used to. Geez, I got up a lot last night. I wonder how many times I got up. Well, Nana will tell you, you got up eight times last night. Usually you only get up two. Right. And then if that kind of continues and you have sleep regression, or you have this kind of span of time where you're like, what happened? You can start to think about things that patterns in, in your baby's development that you might be able to recognize and potentially even support or do something about. So for instance, teething is, is one of those things that the discomfort can wake babies up and yep. it really can interrupt their sleep patterns. And if you notice that they're starting to teethe and you notice behavioral patterns in their sleep start to change, then when you start to see usually those sleep patterns change before you actually witness the tooth popping through or something yeah. like that, if you see those same patterns start to happen over and over and over, you might be able to, you know, you might be able to use your mom's sense yes. um, to to uh, to guess or, or to um, assume that they're going to start to teethe, And then there's all sorts of different ways that you can make them more comfortable, right? Mm. I also think about, you know, you know your ba- you're going to get some of that great footage of your baby in the crib. You're going to see how they move around in the crib. One of the things that can make us anxious is can baby crawl out of the crib, you know? Right. So right. keep using that monitor. And when they start to show signs of really being able to pull themselves up and maybe over a little. Bit or swinging the leg up, or really looking like they went out of that
0: cage. Yes, um, you know
1: you can you can do some things proactively so that there's no injuries, and you know and do what you need to do to make yourself and your baby more comfortable, so that so that you don't have to worry about an incident happening with the crib. So there's just all sorts of ways that you can use. The monitoring experience, the videos that we capture and the footage in the, that we capture and also the data itself to help you tune in to what you're probably already feeling. Like something's changing and I wonder what that is. And you could start looking for, you know, start paying a little bit more attention to maybe spotting what those actual actions are and then potentially using the data to anticipate them.
0: Yes. I love that Nanit and MomSense go hand in hand, and it's amazing that the company has thought of everything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think we just think about what happens to us as parents.
0: Thank you for listening to this installment of Milestones with Nanit. I hope you enjoyed getting to know more about the backstory of the brand and how they're truly a leader in family tech. You can learn more on their website, nanit, nanit.com and listen to these featured episodes on my website, that's totalmomsense.com. If you enjoyed the information that we shared, please rate and review and share this episode with your friends wherever you listen. Remember, always trust your mom sense and dad sense. Until next time, take care.